1: G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thank you for joining us. Continuation of lockdown in Victoria. So, good luck to everyone else around the country. Hope you're enjoying your live wrestling. We haven't seen any for a couple of weeks. The music of Braun Strowman bringing us into the show. And there's a reason for that, I'm sure you know it. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. Walshy, Lyle, good day to you guys.
3: It's a very good day, Tony. We're at last day of lockdown.
1: Yes, well, we've still got tomorrow. I know, that's why we released on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> so in a few hours' time, we will be out of it. Well, we're still in lockdown as
3: such. Well, we can go 25Ks. That's like, we will not know ourselves.
1: I know, I can get to <laughs> Southern Marine Airport. I could get to Epping if I wanted to and get reinfected. Not that I've been infected.
3: There's no reason, there's literally no reason anyone wants to go to Epping.
1: I, I sit here proudly with my uh Jabberoni sticker where is it it's on that side uh cuz I just got my jab
3: That's good Tony welcome to the jab club
1: 2 hour wait it was from uh, arriving at the showgrounds unannounced
3: not- Oh that's okay. okay. you went I did say, like I said, to, uh, I did say do you
1: know who I am They said yeah
3: it doesn't give a you would not give a fuck You would have full- you would have full name you would have full name introduced yourself. Yeah, exactly. Tony Shebe- Tony Ciavecchi, smiling politely.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, that's good. I was here. happy with that. That's a quick turnaround. Can't argue that. No. How, how does the arm feel, mate? Anything- mate, feels good. No dramas. Beautiful. A bit worried you about really like someone extra,
1: this extra head that's growing on my shoulder, but...
0: That'll be all right. I think that was already there last week.
3: <laughs> the good thing is now, Tony, you can pay for your groceries just by scanning the chip in your arm. So. Oh, beautiful. Um, and <laughs> and you'll never get lost because Bill Gates is always going to know where you are. Well, actually, Pitbull the last couple of days
1: all. I've had a bloke walking Pit, around Pitbull, in a black... Pitbull I've, told me all of this. I've had a bloke walking around behind me in a black sort of jacket and suit with black glasses just following me everywhere I go.
0: Oh, now you've got the shot, mate. He won't be following you tomorrow. You've done your bit. No, no, exactly. Exactly right. He'll be hey, following uh, me next.
1: Of course, we are brought to you by the Australian Wrestling Network, who don't pay us a single cent, but we do <laughs> proudly promote them as a great sponsor of ours.
3: Oh, Tony. Thanks. Uh, the illusion of um, us being bigger than we, the, presenting ourselves as big, goes every time you throw us under the bus. <laughs> well, i just like to be honest.
0: No, you don't. You've never, been honest.
3: You've never been honest with either of us in your
0: life. Yeah, good point. That's true. <laughs> good point.
1: No, but what we do get is the comfort of knowing that we're helping one of the best wrestling networks in the one world. One of. It is oh, the best. Lee. You're right, probably the. It's got Peacock beat, that's
0: for sure.
3: WWE Network?
0: Yeah. yeah. That only... Well, we, we still get can WWE get, Network.
3: You can't get WWE Network everywhere in the world, Tony. You can get the Australian Wrestling Network, That's whatever true. country you're in.
1: It's a very good I point. Have
0: to, I have to turn off my illegal VPN that I steal all the other stuff from America. I have to turn that off so I can watch the WWE Network. It's very frustrating.
3: It's pretty good, though. You're good at turning off lots of things. You know, VPN, women, lots of things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no arguments here,
3: that's for sure.
1: Uh, speaking of turning off, uh, JJ Furno looks like he's turned off his stealing ways. And I think I he's know, going to be straight with my... us from now on.
3: I hope so, because um, I was a little bit worried, but I went upstairs to record the podcast and my couch is still here, so I'll tell fingers, you. fingers re- crossed he's
0: back on the straight and narrow. Lucky we're recording now, the 5K Rule may have uh, slowed him down a bit. Yeah. Now it's uh, 25Ks coming up. I think it's still yep. further than 25Ks to Tree Gully. It's a long so... way. <laughs> <laughs> for us, it is anyway. People are complaining that gyms aren't open. He's, he's stealing. JJ's complaining about his stealing ways of being thwarted by the I government. I did like the
1: way that he invited himself to your wedding, though. I thought that was very well done. I'm looking It'd forward be to getting for a seat at the wedding, he said.
3: Well, he doesn't need to be invited. He knows that. He'll just take a seat. They just come yeah, on the main understand. table. Probably, probably
1: mine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, gentlemen, time to catch up with our guest for this week. A big show coming up for PWA up in Sydney, and as a result, we get to say good day to Sam Osborn, who's going to talk to us more about it. g'day Sam. How are you? Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, good. Now I'm going to get. Is it Osborn
3: or Osborne?
2: Osborne.
3: Okay. Just wanted, just wanted to check that, just make sure. It's um, closer. Yeah. To be fair, it's closer than it usually gets on people's names. So. Oh really? Very,
1: it's very true. <laughs> very, very true. Sam, be uh, mate, been a big twenty twenty one for PWA so far, and uh, that seems to continue, which is great. It
2: certainly has, yeah. Um, like even at the start of the year when we were doing finishing off the PWA Premiership, which was a lot of fun, um, and then the rumble and then i feel like we had this backlog of all these main event matches that may or may not have happened last year and we just crammed all these absolute bangers into the first half of the year so yeah it's been really good so far you had
1: to bring up the rumble because of course you won it so i had to 68 <laughs> no uh, minute rumble where did you come into the order
2: i was number 30 so i had a good i had a fight, i did not know yeah, exactly. But like, to be fair, they owed me because last time I came in first and did the whole thing. So I think I was, I think I was
3: owed one. Are you, are you someone who enjoys a rumble, or are you one of those guys who's like, ah, oh, fuck another rumble?
2: No, I love it. I have so much fun. There's just, there's like, especially um, so this year's rumble was obviously, you know. Pretty easy night for me, coming in at number 30 and have you know, winning the thing. It's always fun. And then, uh, but like sitting back and watching it and people who wouldn't normally interact, getting to interact, people who do more comedy style that sort of get in there with more serious style and seeing like those styles mesh. Um, two years in a row, I feel like we've had very, very well put together rumbles. And um, yeah, I really enjoy it.
1: The the basics of a rumble, are you more concerned about what you have to do in the rumble to get you to the, to the number one position, or is it hard not to get involved with what other people are doing as well? Um, there's a lot happening around you, isn't there?
2: Yeah, there's a lot happening around you and you do need to be aware of that so that you don't ruin or get in the way. But um in saying that, my goal when I go into a Rumble is just, I'm going to have fun. Like, they're fun matches. Um, and then there's times where you're in it where you're kind of almost on the outskirts of it and you get to observe things. It's like, you know, let's say if, if I'm in a, you know, one-on-one or a tag, I generally am involved in everything at some point, right? Whereas a Rumble, yeah. you're kind of bits and pieces where you're like, I had no idea that these two were, were yeah. going to be together or something. Like, I had no idea that was going to happen. So it's like, I'm watching it as a fan as well. So I, yeah,
3: it's, it's fun. It also must be good that um, when you're in a Rumble, inevitably there's a few young girls or young guys that are, are getting like a really big opportunity. It must be awesome to sort of see it through their eyes.
2: 100%. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that it's often a good opportunity, or you get a lot of people on who wouldn't normally get on, which is great. And it's a good uh, time to debut people because um, you know you're coming in there in a singles match, which is a lot to do, and you know there's a black label where we have this big reputation. There's a lot of pressure. That sing that rumble opportunity where you're part of the mix of 30 it's a nice way to introduce you to the audience without overloading you with too much stuff, I guess.
0: And what's the, what's the physical toll of doing the whole rumble last year? What's the recovery time like? That was, that was tough. Yeah. That was
2: (laughs) recovery time. I was okay. I didn't, um, sorry. My dog's just being an idiot. Um, (laughs) Recovery time wasn't too bad. You know, like once it was over, had a beer after the match, had a big sleep and I felt, Great, happy that we got through it alive. Um, but I wasn't taking any insane bumps or doing anything too ridiculous. It's not really that kind of match. So I felt pretty good after.
1: Well, actually it was a big night for you, wasn't it? Because not only did you do the rumble, but then you uh, came up against AJ Istria. And uh so two matches in the one night's a big night.
2: Yeah, that night that the most recent rumble was, yes. Um so that was, you know, like I said, the rumble itself, I was only in that one for about five minutes. But match with Istria is one that I've wanted for a long time because he's someone I really look up to um, in that we both trained with Yuki Ishikawa over at Battle Arts Academy in Canada um, and sort of indirectly had a lot of contact in like social media and things like that. Is that. I never actually met him overseas, but as soon as I got there, he'd left. And every second person I meet, would be like, oh, do you know Istria? Because you're Aussie. You know Istria. You're Australian, right? I like, I have no idea who Istria is. <laughs> so eventually, we got in touch with one another, sort of just, you know, how things go at wrestling. Everybody knows everybody. And he's been uh, definitely a bit of a mentor to me and a very good friend to me. And, like, stylistically, I really enjoy his work. Um, so he's someone I look up to and watch. So that's that's a match I've wanted for years. I know. I These got are-
1: to... I was going to say, I I got to enjoy his work only a couple of weeks ago when he was down here for the uh, death match down under. Heavyweight tournament was the first time that I'd seen him, and you're right, he's a fantastic worker.
2: Yeah, he's incredible. And that match in particular is one I really want to see with um, him and Jess, but I haven't had the opportunity to watch that one yet. I
3: think it comes out tomorrow. Uh, It will have already come out when this goes to air, but yeah, it's coming out either tomorrow or Saturday. So um, I'll definitely be the minute that comes out. Rewatching it and reliving that because it was I mean, what's it like? I mean, obviously AJ History is on on everybody's list just about in Australia to wrestle but you get to Mm -hmm. see Jessica Troy working up close all the time who is another worker who I think would be on everybody's list.
2: Yeah, I think you'd be crazy not to have both of those people on your list. If uh, you know, list as in like wrestlers uh, have their little bucket list of people they want
3: to work. You'd be crazy not to have both of those people on it. I think. And what is it? Um, what is it that you think Jess is doing that's um, setting her apart from so many of the other workers in the country?
2: she's just really really good (laughs) and honestly like and just and just has been for a long time um and I think like uh especially the last two years you know the stuff she was doing in the premiership I think if you haven't had the chance to go to PWA premiership I think that stuff's really exceptional as well um and then you know the matches she was having last year with the belt and things like that she's just consistently really high standard and I think that's The keys is just awesome. Uh, You you you
0: mentioned uh, over in Battle Arts, which is in Canada. Mm. Uh, You went over there pretty early on in your career. I think in my research, you only had a couple of matches here in Australia before leaving. What was the impetus to leave the country so soon?
2: Um, I guess for me, so I started training at a place called APWG, which is Australian Pro Wrestling Gym um in and they the training i got there was really good especially like starting out it was really good i trained with a guy called jay law or uh, lee leslie's his real name jay law was his working name and just as far as like learning fundamentals and the introduction to wrestling he was exceptional i kind of thought whether i was right or wrong at the time my perception was that there wasn't much here and i feel like it's boomed Obviously, it's boomed since then. I feel like it probably was growing at that point, and I was just ignorant to it because I was so new to everything that was going on. But either way, I made the decision that I want to have a real, genuine crack at this, and I want to get as close to the U.S. as I possibly can. It's hard to get into the U.S. with a working visa. It's much easier to get into Canada. So to me, it was kind of like, okay, what are the wrestling schools in Canada? And I was kind of just tossing up between either Lance Storms uh, or – Battle Arts Academy, which is Santino's gym. And Santino's is in Toronto. So to me, I
3: was like, you know, big city. Better yeah, place to live.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> was kind of my vibe. So plus, you know, they do, uh, they got the head coach there, was Yuki Ishikawa, who, you know, they, they always say battle arts style, which is basically just shoot style. And um, that's something I was really interested in. And it's something that's uh, not and taught at a really high level at a lot of places so it was cool to have that opportunity and learn from him so that was kind of it it was like something a bit different something to separate yourself I wanted to be in the U.S. uh, or U.S. Canada um, and lots of really good opportunities came from that.
3: From what I understand about battle arts you'll be able to tell me if I'm wrong or not but they're also training um, you know UFC fighters and things like that as well as professional wrestlers am I right?
2: Yeah, I don't think they've had anyone in the UFC. I could be wrong about that, but they train MMA for sure. Yeah, that's
3: all. That's what I meant. So yeah, yeah, yeah. MMA. So must be a really interesting environment to be learning wrestling in, while you can also learn elements of that shoot style.
2: Yeah, and that's that's what's important, right? Is it like to me? It's if you if if you learn how to put on a triangle choke or you know an armbar for real. And how to really like this is how I get this for real. Then when you do it in a professional wrestling sense, it is far more believable. I feel like it comes across that way. So same thing with the striking, which to be honest, I was never. I'm not an exceptional kickboxer like some of the other guys there are. Um, but as far as like, can you hear my dog? Yeah, I can.
1: <laughs> Wait, is it a grey? Is hand? it a greyhound? Come say hi. That's a little whippers. Oh,
3: he's an he Italian greyhound. Yeah, look at him. He's being a pest. Um, My my cat sort of decided to join me. Oh, really? (laughs) At least he's quiet.
1: Don't let the dog see the screen, for God's sake. Um... It'll be on.
3: (laughs) So,
2: what was I saying? Yeah, so it was. It really was. And that was what they encouraged you to do. They encouraged you to get to kickboxing classes, get to MMA classes, get to some grappling classes, and then make your wrestling more believable. And that creates a really good base for you to then build character work and things
1: like that around. Now I'm a true blue Aussie and I'm offended Mm. right at this point in time. When I hear of a tag team group called the Ripper Roos, I'm thinking it's two (laughs) Aussies. They hooked you up with a guy called Tony Cage, who's from the UK. And he pretended he was an Aussie, did he?
3: No, he is an Aussie.
1: Oh, really? I thought he was born in the UK.
3: Yeah. uh, I I think he was John Farnham. uh,
2: (laughs) Poms. They're Poms. (laughs) <laughs> Tony is Tony is still one of my best mates, and he uh, is currently with NXT UK. Um, he's he's a commodity because he's born in England. He was raised in Australia, uh, of Indian heritage and wow. trained in Canada. So he's just this hybrid of everything. Gee whiz! Um, yeah. So, but he has an Australian accent. Oh, so well, that's that, all right. Yeah. I'm not offended
1: anymore, I'm okay. Yeah.
2: So that was enough. That was enough to go, oh, you're Aussie, I'm Aussie. And you know how wrestling works. If you're in Canada and there's two Australians, they're like, you're you attacking." Do- yep, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: He's your Cobra. <Akubra>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe a and guy it- whose last name's Shebeki is getting offended that someone's not Australian enough.
0: <laughs> Settle, down. Yeah. Settle down, I've warned you. And in typical Australian fashion, if he shows a little bit of success, we'll claim him as, his own, as but, our yeah. own for sure. Until he bro. loses. Until he loses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> then right. Then he's English. Yeah.
2: Then he's a yeah. pomp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the amazing thing too is uh, what'd you, have? you must have, I think, just over two years in Canada, did you? Yeah. Uh, twenty July 2016, I came back August 2018. So, no, yeah, a, just over.
1: It's an amazing
2: time to be away from home. Yeah. Look, and it was uh, – <laughs> so I, I'd never lived out of home before that. So, and I just kind of went, ah, oh, this, this will be fine. It was rough. When, you first, when I first got there, so at one point, um, I was sleeping in the ring at Battle Arts, which was pretty sweet. So it's like <laughs> dream come true, but also I'm sleeping on a crash pad. So it's like
3: eating, breathing, and sleeping wrestling. 100%. I got a um,
2: when I first got there, I got a job as a trainer in the gym. And it was at the point where where I was living was an hour and a half public transport. And I would leave, finish training at eleven thirty at night at Battle Arts and I'd have to be back for a five thirty, six o'clock client. So he's just like, ah, just sleep here. It's fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I slept in the gym. Um, and that was my life for a while until I found a place closer, which was made life a lot easier. But yeah, like I initially getting there didn't have anywhere near as much money as I probably should have getting set up but i feel like when you put yourself in that situation you just kind of find a way to make it work um and eventually you kind of have to don't you yeah you don't have a choice yeah (laughs) if you if you're left with no option but uh this is how much money you have and you need to find a place you can afford and you need to find a job when you need to find a job that quick you find a job quick because you throw around resumes everywhere i was bartending as well um and then eventually, yeah, wrestling just took
1: over. See, I've watched enough Border Patrol to know that when you go into a country with only 40 bucks and you say you're going to be there for two <laughs> years, they're going to say to you, oh, I don't think this is kosher.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, once I paid my first rent check, that was about how much I had left. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, when you, when you got back, what was it like settling back and then working out where you wanted to train and, and where you wanted to wrestle and who you wanted to be when you were back in Australia?
2: Well, I, I knew where I wanted to wrestle. If um, New South Wales, PWA was a no-brainer. Um, but as far as who I wanted to be, that was a struggle for a while. So I came back and I had the kangaroo on my tights. I had the Australian flag on my tights. Which and is not going to fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Canada, like loved it. Yeah, but it wasn't good. It was not good. But I was like, that's the only gear I had. And I was, you know, I was poor. So I was like, I can't afford new gear, but I want to wrestle. So I guess this is what I'm wearing. And it was a bit of a laugh for a while. And then we tried a couple of different sort of character things. Um, At one point, I was basically just dressed as a rugby player. I don't really know what the gimmick was. I just liked rugby. (laughs) Um, And then eventually what happened was, I'm wearing a shirt, actually, Jackson Kelly. Um, There's... uh, not sure if you guys know of the Kelly Gang, which was a we faction do. down here in New South Wales, where Jackson Kelly was the head of at the time. Um, still We've spoken to now. Jackson. Yeah, he's um
3: yeah he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's exceptional.
2: He's just he's so good at wrestling. Awesome dude. And the Kelly Gang was a hit down here. Now we're still sort of doing the group, but now it's North Shore Wrestling, and they needed a third for a match at. Excuse me for one second.
1: Yeah, mate. We're talking to Sam Osborne, who's just comforting his dog. He's
3: on
2: parenting. He dropped his bone so he wouldn't stop. So I had to pick up his (laughs) bone for him. Now he'll shut up. Um, So, Jackson Kelly, the Kelly gang needed a third for a six man tag. I was sort of just plugged in. Um, And Kelly, being a very, very creative person that he is, he's actually the one that just went you know what, like, we're from the North Shore. I'm not sure if you guys know New South Wales geography that well, but North we Shore is nor- an area.
3: We know the North Shore. There you go. They're not well liked. Because <laughs> yeah. so... they're, they're kind of like Melburnians. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we like coffee as well. See, I would be I would be a baby
2: face over at Melbourne. Massive um... baby face. <laughs> so, yeah. the The, the character kind of just where it kind of just came from me trying to fit in with this group Um, and then me just putting my own spin on it. And then it just kind of took on a life of its own Um, and we just did, yeah, promos, trying to make it as um, pompous as I possibly could and it sort of just took off from there. But it took me a while to find
3: something that fit. But now when you see Sam Osborne walk through the curtain or you see Sam Osborne on a promo you've got it to the point where without even knowing your background the character comes across really quickly so that's a credit to what you've done so quickly to be honest
2: thank you yeah um yeah like like i said it sort of just started out with just a sweater and then we had one thing here and something to the entrance there and um yeah it sort of just once once it was established it kind of just flowed and became a bit easier
1: and we just go quickly back just to the your last match in Canada, mm. which I think was a, an impact wrestling one night only match against uh, Phil Atlas, who of course has a, a really rich history of wrestling through Japan, sort of uh, 20, 2008, nine, 10 around that time. Two things on that. What was it like wrestling a guy like Phil Atlas? And secondly, why did you change your name to Greg Osborne for one
2: fight? <laughs> so there's actually two matches for impact and the the first one was against sammy callahan on uh on the it wasn't a one night only it was on a it was on a tv taping and uh it was just me getting beaten up by sammy callahan but where greg osborne comes from is he didn't want two sams in one match that's all it was Ah. (laughs) so he got so i got told you're gonna be greg i was like oh okay greg osborne no problem so i went out there and then so then when we got to one night only they just had to keep it the same. And that's really all it was. It's like, oh, we can't have you be Sam now. That'd be a bit weird. So had the match with Phil. Um, And Phil's great. That match is not my favorite. Um, (laughs) It's what, we were a a little bit of a victim of really misunderstanding uh, how much time we had. And when you're in that scenario, there's not a case of, ah, oh, they went over, it's fine. It's a case of, no, you will go to your time. Um, so I think we got to, I can't remember exactly what it was, but basically we got told, uh, this is how long your segment is. And we kind of misunderstood it as this is how long your match is, and didn't realize there would be a- six Entrances.
0: Minute, there was going to be a six
2: minute promo and entrances. But then I get in the ring and we're just about to start and they're like, you got four minutes. And I was like, what? <laughs> i was like take it
3: home (laughs) um,
2: yeah but yeah no complaints it was a it was a good lesson to learn i guess
3: (laughs) um you were tapped on the shoulder to work coliseum in 2018 i think it was yeah um what's it like uh because that's sort of a tournament now that every worker in Australia kind of wants to do. What was mm-hmm. it like to to get that tap on the shoulder and told that you were in such an elite company?
2: Uh, yeah, it was, it was very cool. Um, it was, as far as the actual tap on the shoulder, I found out when the video was posted on I've the heard Facebook. that's what happens. <laughs> So I'm, I'm sitting there watching the the um, you have been noticed, and oh, I wonder who it's going to be. And then Sam Osborne pops up. I was like, "Holy
3: shit!" <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that is cool. Yeah,
3: it is yeah, cool. That, that, that is it is cool. So it it is. Kept- That's also how WWE talent find out they're released. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
2: there you go. Um, yeah. So, but very cool. It's it's obviously very nice to get that nod. Um, so you know, the guys they put in there are people who they trust. So it's very nice to have that respect from your peers. Um, and the event itself is so, it's just cool. Like, it's just, it's so extra. It, like, it, it feels like our WrestleMania It's so big. And like, everyone's in new gear and everyone's doing entrances. And it's just, everything is so big and extra and, you um, just the event in itself is just feels more special than than everything else you do. So um, just being a part of it's cool. In the actual tournament was very special. Um,
3: we were up yeah. there for that tournament, um, mm. which was cool. Um, and you're right, it's it's incredible to see uh, Australian wrestling come together, and you guys get to show off a bit. That's what we're all
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's especially when you had, uh, what do we have? Four people, like, there's only four New South Wales, people from New South Wales in the tournament. And then I think, yeah, a couple, at least two in a status. So um, it's nice, like you said, to get everyone coming together and putting on that, that big show. It feels really cool to be a part of.
3: What was it like to have the Fan Fest and stuff like that for, um, for you to, to connect with people on that on that deeper level? Yeah, it's fun. Like, it's
2: it's cool how good a turnout we got to it. It's nice just to have that um, moment to kind of go out there and have uh, conversations with people you wouldn't normally, without that time pressure of, oh, okay, we got to go do this or, you know, we got to get ready for matches or we have to leave because we've only got half an hour after the end of the venue. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's nice to have conversations with the fans openly and just sort of freely. So it was very... That was cool. It was, again, one of those things that made it feel like this event is bigger.
0: So I really enjoyed it. And plus it had dingo puppies as well, which was a was major awesome. draw. Oh, yeah. Major draw.
3: Had From us, food. which was a major draw. What was that? <laughs> had us, which was a major draw. Boy, slightly <laughs> more than the puppies.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you've got um, Coliseum coming up in August. Thirteenth uh, and fourteenth, so the plans already in place for like, is the fan fest going to be able to go ahead and stuff ha- like that?
2: I haven't the slightest clue. <laughs> like I said, mate, last year's last time Coliseum, I didn't even know what my match was until it was announced <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything, um, and I feel like with the kind of year we've had. You just, like, everything's just always <laughs> up in the air, isn't it? Like, this has been the ultimate year of subject to change. So, um, yeah, who knows? Right now, obviously, it was announced, and obviously, it's all uh, going ahead. But um, have I lost you guys? No, no, we're
1: here. No, no, oh, we're here. Sorry. No, sorry. Lyle,
2: One...
1: just, Lyle just looks like that half Lyle time. just
2: Lyle just froze for a second. Um, obviously, it's all going ahead, but as far as fan fests and as far as matches and things like that, not the slightest clue.
3: You, um, I just want to touch on um, another place where you've been doing some work, which is future wrestling. Um, it seems like it's a place where guys and girls from all, all, all different promotions sort of come together and can work in Sydney. You wrestled mm. uh, one of our local guys, um, Phil Fox, mm. um, recently. What was it like to um, – was it the first time you'd met him and how did that match go? He great. didn't want
1: to. He didn't want to take a poo in the middle of the ring, did he?
3: <laughs> he didn't suggest that's the that's the that's, uh, that's the next DM Ah, right? oh, sure. <laughs> that's
2: the next spot, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, great. I, I I like Fox a lot. Um, he was uh, he's old school, um, which which I am too. So it's fun to get in there and and do that sort of old school style, uh, especially with that audience who is quite uh they're different in that like the old school stuff works on them because they're not they don't watch as much wrestling yeah so when I feel like when people are more casual fans that sort of style works really well um and the thing about FWA to me is that getting outside of you know obviously PWAs and Newey and IWA are the companies that I spend the most time working for but then FWAs and, you know, shows like that, it's nice to have matches with people that you wouldn't ever normally wrestle, like Fox. Fox was a really yeah. cool experience. When would I ever get to wrestle Fox? It never happens. Another one, I recently wrestled um, Backman, which I've yeah. never wrestled him anywhere else. And that was really fun. So I, I really enjoy it because you just, you just get to, you know, connect contact with people that you wouldn't normally contact. So, um, but yeah, Fox in particular was, was one I really enjoyed. I like the fact that you
1: talk about being an old school type wrestler because you're a fairly young guy yourself. What is it about the new school of wrestling that you don't enjoy?
2: Oh, I don't not enjoy it. I like the new school style of wrestling. Um, I I find that it's nice to, to do both. Um, and that, you know, as far as the new school kind of wrestling, sometimes, because I don't have that many cool moves, so sometimes I feel like, when there's uh, guys on the card who can, especially at PWA, when there's people who just have so many like awesome things that they can do, sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, how am I going to follow that? Um, so when it's in that old school scenario where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to talk on the microphone and tell them that their sports team shit and I'm going to get some heat and then we're <laughs> going <laughs> to, and then that's going to work more than anything. I'm like, sweet, we're in my element now. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't have anything against it at all if um it's just it's just different styles and i feel like when uh, one wrestling card should have a contribution of everything and that's why and i feel like a lot of companies do that really well um in that you know I'll, i'll just use us as an example because i know the people on our card so much you know i'm familiar with we have guys like big fudge who are going to come out there and obviously have an extremely different match to what Aussie open and the velocities just had, which was absolutely incredible. And then probably um, the best matches ever happened in
3: Australia. Just about <laughs> it was insane.
2: And I'm sitting there watching going like, I, I, I couldn't do any of the things these guys are doing. Those guys are just phenomenal, but you know, there's guys that are going to have matches like that, which is absolutely incredible. There's guys that are going to have matches that are, funny and then there's going to have guys that are uh, people that are, have matches that are more character based and the fact that we have all of those flavors is what makes the show interesting Is if every single match did the same thing it would get boring really quickly um so i just i like a blend of all kinds of wrestling I think there's lots of different flavors um i don't really like one more than the other i just think we have to have a bit of everything
1: i'm going to give Thanks. you an interesting task and if i can mm. pwa come up to you and they say right here sam we want you to book our next show You've got the choice of all the talent here in PWA to book. Can you give us a quick six-man, six-person card that you would book on your show, including yourself?
3: Six-person? Yeah. That's only three matches, Tony. Ooh.
1: No, no, sorry sorry, sorry. sorry, six matches, not six-person.
3: That, that, six matches. That, uh, that, that's oh. a lot for no-notice, Tony. No, but he <laughs> could do card. it. It's a big card. Yeah. Who well, obviously, you you're with? in the main event with a title shot. Oh. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna selfishly put myself in the main event against Ricky South. <laughs> yep. Oh, um, against Ricky South.
3: You see, this is what I'm looking I'd for. I'd pay this to see good...
1: that too. Yeah. I'd yeah. pay, I'd pay
2: yeah. good money to see yeah, that. Yeah. Look, just because he's—I've uh, spent a lot of time with him, but never—I don't think I've ever wrestled him. There you um, go. So that's a bit of a—that's just talked about bucket list before. That's that's bucket list for me. Who um, opens? Who opens? Um, you know who's a really good wrestler that not enough people talk about is headhunter rig um i don't agree yeah yeah incredible and then as far as like you were talking about character work and or does he do this kind of wrestling he's one of those guys who actually does everything like really really well um and then another guy talking about like king of old school jackson kelly so i'm a big fan of both of those guys they're my opener you need a tag match i'm going to give you uh something i really want to see is oh but i can't leave the out I don't know if... Uh... <laughs> do you guys know back pain? Us, just, just give us a rematch. No, you yeah, uh, put, yeah. put the pressure on now. So, back pain. We do know back pain, yes. Back pain. I want to see back pain versus the velocities. Yeah, very good.
0: I think very, that's very a bit very. of
2: a dream match. And if you want to throw Aussie Open in there and make it a three-way tag match, nice. I, would be okay. I would be okay with that too. Um,
3: how many matches do I have left? Three.
2: Oh, mate. You got
1: a woman's what, what, match
3: coming up? No, well, that's not how they do it in PWA. No, they don't. No, but, they don't. But just no, Troy but definitely, yeah, but we were about definitely to needs to that. defend.
2: Yeah. So any mix of, um, so someone who, who who is going to be up and coming at the moment, and who is, you know, you guys are going to see sorry, in the next year or so, I reckon she's going to be a huge star. Is Cherry Stevens?
3: No, we're really, oh, yeah. really high on Cherry Stevens. Oh, yeah. I've never, yep. for someone so young, I've never seen her have a bad match. And that's yeah. unbelievable. And she's only me. had a handful. I know, but they're good. I saw her wrestle on... It was the first trainee show that um, PWA did. And um, I had no idea who she was. And I was like, but she stood out. Like, mm. like looked like she'd been wrestling for 10 years.
2: She's... Uh, and it's it's actually scary. So she's she kind of just walks in and... Um, <laughs> you know, like we'll do all the different kind of roles and different sort of athletic stuff we'll do, and she'll sort of just see it once and do it. And you're like, man, I wish I could do that. Like, but she's she,
3: got comedic timing as well, which you
2: can't she, teach. She's got everything. Yeah. So you, yeah, she's gonna be huge. I'll let you. Um, I'll
1: let you away with one more match.
2: One more match. I want to see. Uh, you leave too many people off the card. I'm gonna say Cherry Stevens versus Will Keittus, because Will Keittus is another one that's gonna be yeah. huge in the next year. And then I want to see Mick Moretti versus Jess Troy because two of the best. I
1: thought that might I had a feeling that might have been one.
2: Yeah. Boy, just two of the best. And it's just writes itself. Like, yeah, um, Jess, we've already talked about, but Mick to me is just as far as total package, he can do literally anything better, as good as anyone in the country.
1: You charge and, 100 bucks a ticket for that cut? lot been, more. And people to pay. Yeah. And, and I'm, that, not
3: sure, I'm not sure I'm going on last either. <laughs> it's got be it's got to be a difficult job booking booking the promotion because of the actual depth of talent correct. yeah, I'm glad it's not my job <laughs> So often you look at it
2: and I'm like, man, how is that going not have a match?" And then you look at the card and you're like, Oh my God, look at that card, it's insane. so yeah, we are very fortunate. Does
1: it help that so many of you guys work Newey pro as well and those sort of angles carry over into each?
2: Yeah. So Nui Pro is, yeah, Nui Pro is off the chain. It's such a good promotion. I don't even know if they're um, streaming at the moment because I don't understand how any of that sort of stuff works this year. But um, they're... Yeah, I
3: think they're not at the moment, which is disappointing.
2: It is because, like, I mean, even someone else who we didn't talk about in that
3: uh, was Carter Deems. He's he's come a long way in the last, um, well, since lockdown. Since lockdown, yeah. I feel like he's come a long way. He's
2: r- r- stupidly talented, and then like the match he just had with Mick was a really good example on um, the Aussie Open Velo Show, in that he and Mick wrestled, and he's he's there with him, like he's he's on that level too. So but
1: why do we say him and Tree Hugalucci as that other match? Oh,
2: and then we didn't even talk about Tree Hugalucci. So it's like yeah, <laughs> if we were to sit here and talk about all the talented people we have on the show, it's, this is going to be a very long podcast, but. Um, yeah, both of those guys That can be that can be the sixth match that we didn't have
3: Cardiff, yes. Exactly,
2: yeah
3: There you go And I like there's such a focus on singles wrestling um, Because the get everybody on the card match Sometimes can Unless it, unless that's a really well booked match Can take away
2: Yeah, 100% So it's hard to uh, It's, it's not my dog for a change Oh, can you hear him?
3: He's cool <laughs> I actually, thought it was. Well, she's done. I <laughs> think. Um. um I week, think anyway. he's. Su- I think he's suggesting his <laughs> own
2: match. <laughs> I'll give him ten seconds to calm down. If not, I'll go yell at him. Um. Yeah. Look, I feel like there often are times like that, where it's just like, you know, we've got. You want to get these six more people on a show, so there's a six-man tag or something like that. But I have nothing to do with booking, so anything I'm saying is just speculating. But it must be a challenging job when you we have this many talented people.
1: And on behalf of Sam, I apologise to everyone that he left off.
2: Yeah, yeah, please, we, we definitely you. would Look, have you put you on. Any,
0: pretty much heat you guys go are going to get me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Should have been a sixty-person uh, rumble. It in the rumble, that's yeah. it. get yeah. everyone, else <laughs> get yeah. blow the budget right out.
3: <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a big show coming up for PWA, um, which is a June at, at the Factory Theatre. Yeah, June 13. That's um that's a bigger venue, am I right? Jeez. Oh, I'll pause Sorry, it. Guys.
1: No, Sorry, that's right. Guys. I'll pause it if you want to
3: fix it. Three, two, one. So you guys have got a big show coming up um, June thirteen at the Factory Theatre. Yeah. That's a is that's a bigger venue than Max Watts, am I right? Ah. Uh, oh. Let's say as, it far is.
2: As, as far as capacity goes, I'm, i yeah. think I think so, um, but yeah, it's about probably about the same.
3: Um, what can we look forward to if we're gonna um, order that show on Fight TV? Which we oh, are,
2: which you are, yeah. Um, well, main event is myself versus Jessica Troy for the PWWA Championship. And it's about um, time she lost that title to you, isn't it? I certainly hope so. I'm going to do my best, but it's um, yeah, like I said, a match I've wanted for a long time, and we are keen to put on a big show. As far as other matches, the there is Aussie Open versus Lightspeed Express. Incredible. Which is going to be that'll be incredible, absolutely incredible. incredible. Um, so there's a lot there's a lot to look forward to as far as other matches. I'm Got to be careful because off the top of my head, I'm not sure what's announced. Um, what's announced. <laughs> am
3: I right that Char- Cherry Stevens is wrestling Charlie Evans? Char- now, oh. we've She's been lucky good. enough to have Chevs down here a few times in the last couple of months. How good is um, she? I, th- I don't think there's anyone who's better than her, especially mm. with selling um, and with connecting with the crowd. She's we're, we're, That's mm. been the blessing of COVID as having someone like her home. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um, she's and then that's, you know, you say sort of the, the blessing of COVID and then, you know, that sounds awful as a sentence, but it's your, I wrestled Charlie Evans back in, I think it was December for the PWA premiership. And it's exactly that in that when else would I have got an opportunity to work with it? Um, And she is so good, so good. Like you say, you know, the things you listed, but also just as far as like technical ability in that she can go out, the match uh, she and I had, we just wrestled for 10 minutes, like literally just just straight wrestling. And then she can have that kind of match at the highest level. But then you see her on deathmatch down under and she's having those matches at the highest level as well. So she's another one. She can just
3: do everything. Um, didn't Eddie Kingston uh, list the number, the names of people that he wanted to see sign with AEW? Uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, and she was top of his list.
2: I didn't see that, but that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, she was top of his list. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good shout out. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a very big fan of hers. And then her and Cherry Stevens, who we already spoke about, that match is going to be a banger.
1: Uh, I'm thinking that you're just on or just over six foot.
2: Yeah, six one.
1: Yeah. Talk to us about six the six three the, in wrestling terms. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, sh- Talk to us <laughs> about the, the size disparity then between yourself and Charlie. Is that tough to fight a match like that?
2: Because she's not tall. No, it's not. Because it can be with some people. But I, I feel like it's um it's about the way you sell it. And that she has so much presence in the ring. And if you, if you get the chance to, I'm not even sure it was on Ovo. I'm not even sure if there's, I think some of it's on YouTube. I'm not sure if there's somewhere you can watch it, but I'm sure they'll make it available at some point. Um, Charlie and I had our match at the premiership and it's, it honestly felt the other way at times in that because she has so much presence and because she owns the middle of the ring um, so well, that it doesn't, it feels like she's the threat.
3: Um, uh, look, I've been in a bar that she's been in, in Japan and, She's got presents everywhere.
2: Everywhere. You know everywhere. that she's there. You've been backstage with her and she has presents everywhere. She's <laughs> just,
3: yeah. Which is so important to be a wrestler, it's, so. It's it's almost the most important thing. Hogan yeah. wasn't the best wrestler.
2: There you go.
3: There you go. We sold the most tickets. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what um, are your plans moving forward like? Um, after COVID, you'll be looking to wrestle interstate a lot more, I imagine? I would
2: love to, um, as far as, you know, so I haven't, I've done very little interstate work. I've basically. Well, you're very
3: busy. You're very busy in New South Wales as well. Yeah, which is great.
2: Um, but I would, yeah, I'd love to go and wrestle uh, interstate, particularly, the, basically the only one other promotion or other state I've worked in was Adelaide or wrestled, wrestled Um I wrestled Rat Daddy, and I loved that experience. I loved being at the Razzle Rampage Dojo. I loved working with Rat, obviously, where we talked about Eastria before, and he's a good friend of mine. Um, So I loved that experience. I would really love to come to you guys and work. There's lots of places I'd love to work in Melbourne, lots of people I'd love to work with in Melbourne. Um, Get a good coffee as
0: well while you're down here.
2: Get a good coffee in Melbourne. We'll buy you a coffee. Okay, here you go. Here you can shower me a coffee in Melbourne. Um, take it'll cost us about.
0: It'll cost us about nine moment. bucks.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Expensive. Probably.
3: We will. Um, um. We will. We will start pressuring promoters, and so hopefully everyone who listens to this.
2: Please. Yeah. Pressure enough people for me. Peer pressure in Once like we're allowed on outside. Members. What's that?
3: <laughs> Once we're allowed back outside, definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe I'll wait a bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everywhere. Like you know, I'd really love to go over to um, EPW as well. Like their, their, How rosters, good's their roster. Their oh, roster is yeah. incredible. Um, I look at all, because I mean, all of really, as far as the inner states, I kind of just follow along on Instagram and just yeah. sort of keep up. Um, and then you just look at what they're doing, and that's one roster as well. You look at it, like, oh my, like everyone on this roster is awesome. Um, so it's just, it's such an exciting time to be a wrestler in Australia in general, I think.
1: It certainly is. Sam, we're going to make that happen. We'll get you down to Melbourne within Legend. the next six to 12 months. I am positive of that happening. Thank you so much for your generous time today, mate. Really appreciate it. Good luck Thank in you. the title match against Jessica Troy. We'll be watching it, uh, as you said, on Fight TV, and it's going to be a, a cracking match and a, a ripper of a card. So everyone out there, if you've got nothing to do on Saturday night, make sure you uh, get that and have a look at it.
2: Legend. Good Thank on you. you Sam
1: Osborne joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Welcome back. Part two of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you again for joining us. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Sam Osborne. What a lovely guy.
3: Yeah, Sam's uh, great to talk to. He was also really switched on and thinks about his wrestling and his character. I think he's going to go a long way. And hopefully we see him in Melbourne sooner
0: rather than later. Yeah, definitely. Him talking about that he couldn't afford real... Really good uh, upgraded wrestling gear when he got back to the country. Well, it's definitely changed now. He's probably the best-dressed man in Australian wrestling at the minute.
1: Yes. Good on him. Well done, Sam Osmond. Thanks for joining us. The music there. If, of,
0: um, if you're a
3: well-dressed wrestler in Australia, all complaints go to Lyle. Oh, exactly. That's Sam, you catch me him at say that. On the turnbuckle at gmail.com. Just is, direct your hate to Lyle.
1: Is this where I say the uh, the thoughts and words of Lyle may not be those of the on the turnbuckle
3: management? Correct. Yep.
1: Uh, the no music name, of Alistair please. Black brings us in to our second segment. We had the music of Braun Strowman in the first segment. I presume they're both related to something.
3: I know to Braun Strowman tone? is
1: related to WWE releases. That was a shock last week. Absolute
3: shock. There's a few shocks in that in the batch that they let go. Um, like Braun Strowman obviously was... I mean, just over 12 months ago, he's winning the title at WrestleMania. Um, and I'm not sure what's going to happen when Nicholas finishes school now, but his tag team partner's not in the company anymore. Uh, it's very shenanigans.
0: Uh I just see it as, well, they've got money flowing in from everywhere and they redirected a lot of that money to upping everyone's contract to try and uh, slow down AEW's rise. And we're probably not getting the return on investment with a few of these guys. Braun it's being just, the yeah,
3: big, big
0: one. Um, like guys like Gallows and Anderson, when they got offered, what, 750000 a stay? Like
3: ridiculous. Cra-
0: crazy numbers were getting thrown around at the time. Um, well, if the Braun's numbers that we're hearing are right, he was on about 1.2 downside. So yeah, that's um, but- it's a lot of money. Hopefully put a bit of it away and he can pick his spot if he, um, you know, ventures into other companies, but he might have some time away and then re-sign with WWE at half the price and he'd still be on a good living. We've been talking
1: so long for the amount of Aussies that have been signed up by WWE over the last year or two. Unfortunately, one of those in Buddy Murphy has now been released as well.
3: Well, I mean, you look at it, we're always talking about when Australians get signed, but there's been three Australians released Um, in pretty quick succession,
0: which – and and all of them have held titles. Yeah. I don't think the buddies are – well, disappointing on the, you know, a job factor, but I think creativity-wise, him sitting in catering every week is probably not the best for him at the minute. He probably, you know, he's in the peak of his uh, athletic powers at the minute. He probably wants to get out there and actually show – what he's actually got in the wrestling ring and um, the no, stop-start nature thing. that he's had. Wow, well, know, yeah. Hopefully, his he signs with a Ring of Honor or Impact. His, he still keeps that US. His pig just died. And,
3: like he's having, he's having a terrible run.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to hear about your pig. Uh, here's your future endeavors. It's um, it's, it's ruthless, ruthless business. But
1: you'd think you know, he gets the, picked up by someone else. though? I mean, he's a good enough wrestler, and as you said, young enough.
3: I guarantee the officer. I I guarantee that companies have already contacted him. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I know that companies that already have contacted just about all of them. Um, I mean, it's fun. The the, the only good thing to come out of this is our like little armchair um, quarterbacking. We get to sort of fantasy book where they're going to turn up and guess. And I mean, buddy will get offers from everywhere. It just depends where he wants to live. Does he want to, does he want to work AW? Does he want to go to Japan and do a run? Braun Strowman will probably find it the hardest to find a spot because yeah. of the money he was on. It's what's he going to be prepared to to work for, um, and where is there a spot for him? Because he's so much bigger than everyone. If he went to AW, like he'd be so much bigger than everyone. He'd be really hard yeah. to
0: book. And he's not a like a, a wrestling fan. I don't want to say tragic because that's the wrong word. Like if he went to an all Japan and did a tour, I don't think that has the same grab as it would for other wrestlers that grew up being really big pro wrestling fans. Like he comes from the strong man world and stuff. And I know he said in the past, he wouldn't work for anyone else other that's than WWE. He wasn't, he
3: wasn't expecting to get sacked at that stage.
0: <laughs> I don't I think anyone I... <laughs> was to be, to be completely he... honest. that That's the biggest shock out of all. The...
3: He's very close with Mark Henry. Who's just turned up in AEW? Mark Henry's the one who discovered him. Um, so well,
0: he's a scout for
3: AEW. Yeah, Mark he Henry. is. And that's Mark Henry's great strength Is like, he, he discovered Bianca Belair and a lot of others. So um, I think he's going to be
0: valuable to AEW in that role. What was he scouting report on you two guys uh, interviewing him at the hotel in Melbourne? Oh, he,
3: he actually said he was going to go into bat for us. Like he said oh, that we
0: were. Very good. We we're a
3: real highlight of his trip to
0: Australia. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Oh, very good. Very good. Cut that and dead weight. Then... Yeah, was on the bottom of the list.
1: Yeah. Oh, he, he I, I was worried him. about Jag, though, sitting at the back of the room going, cutting his hand across his throat, <laughs> saying, that's it.
0: All... I thought that might have been the end of us. You're saying Jag's probably heard our podcast before and he was, get him out quick. It's
1: a fair chance.
0: <laughs> nah, if he'd heard our podcast, he would never have got in the room in the
3: first place. <laughs> Remember uh, Tony was shitting on him that time for being old.
1: That's yeah, good point.
0: Yeah, good jeans point. in the ring.
1: Uh, do we expect any more releases in the next week or two, or do you think that sort of slows down now?
0: Oh, I do think yeah. that they got over two hundred wrestlers under contract. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now that is it. Which Khan is uh, in the WWE? Is it Nick Khan? It's now that he's kidding. running it, and he's they probably
3: it might be Tony in a fucking week. Pretending to be Nick (laughs) Carr and he's just releasing the guys he wants to sign,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, um, I could see they've just got to bring down that salary, you know, budget, I guess, because they are running it like a really (laughs) strong business at the minute. But I I don't don't
3: know. know that I'd be spreading them out like they are so that they can drip feed them onto the opposition's TV. The only thing. They must be thinking is that these guys aren't going to hurt them if they turn
0: up elsewhere. Otherwise, they wouldn't yeah. be releasing them. Well, I, I don't think... Now that they actually realize, you know, they've got the big money from Peacock, they've got money coming in from everywhere, AEWs can, not, can succeed and it still wouldn't get anywhere near WWE's radar. It's so not going to hurt WWE money. TV money and coming in, and I think Nick Khan said in an interview this week that they're a content company, they're not a wrestling company. Well, that'll so, make all the wrestling fans really happy. Yeah, doesn't matter. They're they're still making twenty something hours of well, content a week, and
3: yeah, it's it's You know, the proof of them being a content company and not a wrestling company is that all their content that isn't wrestling is far more engaging than any of the wrestling they put on TV on a weekly basis. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Like, true. The documentaries watched- are great. Yeah, they're documentaries. I mean, it's revision, it's history, but they're entertaining. Um, The thing I
1: don't understand, though, boys, is they're a a billion-dollar-year company. What do they make? Two, two, three billion dollars a year. I've got no idea. I don't understand understand what. I don't understand what a few million in salaries is going to make a
3: difference. Yeah, but why are you going to like? I I know that you say that, but there's not a company in the world that is a billion-dollar company that's not still looking at salaries they're paying the people who aren't delivering. That's true.
0: Good point. And getting rid they of got, them. They got, they got shareholders to behold to take the wrestling fan out of it and everything like that. They, they're a ginormous company.
3: Yeah. It's so, also you – know, it's a bit of a blight on them. The guys they've got rid of, you really could have made something out of all of them if you had decent creative. But oh, I think 100%. What, what, CM, what CM Punk said in his tweet, um, which was – Tony, do you have that anywhere? CM, CM no, Cums I don't. But I, re- I
1: remember we spoke about it uh, offline, didn't we last week?
3: Yeah, something like um, it's a, and I'm paraphrasing. It's a, um, it's like when you've got a movie. It doesn't matter if you've got the best actors in the That's world. Right, exactly. If it's written by a nincompoops yeah. in a language in a language no that one people understands don't understand yeah. uh, for an audience of one, it's going to suck. Yeah. and yeah. um. But people watch it because they like movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. They're always going to have an audience. All these streaming services are throwing money at everyone. Um, We can only hope as wrestling fans, the creative gets better.
1: Yep, we certainly can. All right, let's move on from that to DMDU and their heavyweight tournament featured on IWTV this week.
3: Yeah, so that released Saturday and Sunday outside. Um, I don't know if they'll be aiming for a Saturday and Sunday release again because the social media was a little bit down on usual, but um, the shows translated really well to um, to TV. I, I mean, I watched Night Two again, or for the first time because I wasn't there, and um, that was fantastic. Uh, seeing Aisha and Murdoch sharing a ring with Aussie Open. Um, And getting elevated by Aussie Open, um, bumping like... Aisha was bumping like Shawn Michaels at stages. Um, (laughs) And then there's a built-in storyline for a rematch. And I've got no idea how they'll tell that story. I've got no idea. But um, the ultimate underdogs versus the world traveled guys who are double their size, it's going to be fantastic to see again.
0: Yeah, I, th- I noticed that it not airing at lunchtime on a Friday, my phone wasn't melting down like the last couple of times. It has, while I've been at work, I've had to turn my notifications off <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> on, on Twitter, that's for sure. Um, oh, that's good that it translated well to TV because, yeah, like mentioned a couple of weeks ago, it was great on the night, um, Saturday night that you guys weren't at. Did um, it capture the emotion of the crowd? Because the crowd... Absolutely had a ball. It was a lot of fun.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I was I, when, when I'm watching. I was watching it. I wasn't really paying much attention to what the crowd were doing. I'll be honest. Um, it was, but the the emotion of the situation was excellent. That um, yep. death match was brutal.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Gweed only died. Yeah. yeah, I had to. I had to run away from my seat when I seen Callum Butcher climbing to the. Yeah, it was a little bit too high for my liking. I, uh, I had he to turn my back. I didn't want to witness it. <laughs> He's 115 such... kilos. He shouldn't be jumping from that high. I was very scared was for,
3: the such a... oh, for the
0: kid. For there was Greedo at the glass under his chin. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's fine. I was more worried about uh, Callum jumping <laughs> feet first. Hey, yeah, it, wasn't, to... it wasn't exactly graceful.
1: You spoke about Twitter a while well, Twitter's been blowing up recently in regards to the wrestling figure wars. Can you give us an update on where that's at at the moment?
0: Well, you know, it was a, uh, you know, Nick Berry or Burry, as you'd call him, Tony. He, he called a couple of uh, wrestlers out for having wrestling for, figure for collections, being, wrestling for goals. Nerds.
3: For being nerds. For being,
0: for being nerds. St- stirred a bit of controversy. We, we would have, uh, Went into this last week because it was uh, last weekend. So, yeah, went back and forth for a couple of days. And, you know, I didn't appreciate it being a big wrestling uh, nerd myself.
3: You're a nerd, but that's all right.
0: We're we're doing a wrestling podcast. I I don't see how wrestling figures and nerdism is a bad thing. Um, We're all nerds at something for something. So, yeah. Yeah, You're
3: like a nerd for like 27 things. Yeah, but yeah,
0: I do, yeah, I have a lot, of, a lot of interest. A um, but now JXT and Damian Rivers, um, I'm assuming they're capitalising on all the, all the back and forth that Twitter went into a meltdown in Australian wrestling. So they're going to have a uh, wrestling figure match, death match at uh, an upcoming DMDU event. And I'll tell you what, I want to buy a uh, ringside seat for that just to. Might pick up a couple of rare figures there, Tony.
1: I'm just worried about where they might stick the figurines to cause death. Well, yeah, have you, um,
0: been, you, you ever been... Or oh, you might be a bit too old, Tony. You ever been hit with an LJN figure when you were no. younger? No, they're I'm, not. That, they're that not gonna, no one's wasting an LJN.
3: Those things are <laughs> worth... I'll <laughs> tell you what, a if, if a
0: wrestling fan throws an LJN... The fight to the death will be whether Damien or JXT are putting in their back pocket to take home with them, that's for sure. Look, I the,
3: the thing that shocked me the most is how offended everyone got that someone thinks what they like's nerdy. Like, just embrace it. Well, I don't know why people care. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it, it, every you know, look, what was the biggest TV show of the last few years? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Do you realize He's I never watched nerd, an episode? And, no, yes. Oh, you're one of those guys.
3: Eh? Don't, yeah. Don't wear that as a badge of honor.
0: You yeah, know, it was excellent. You yeah, know, until last season. Well, you couldn't see it. So still waiting. <laughs> Turn the brightness up. Um, You know, everyone nerded out about that. I don't know. Is it wrestling figure collecting, bleeding into the wrestling characters? I think that was probably what Nick was trying to get at. Don't uh, don't advertise your nerdism.
1: You've got to have something to keep you happy. Good on them. Well
3: done. Uh, I'm happy. I don't care what people do in their spare time. Um, But I don't know if I want to see grown men fighting over a a dolly, but, you know, here we are.
1: Not only have we had releases, but we've also had retirements, gentlemen.
3: Well, this one's interesting. This one's really interesting because... didn't he just debut on AEW last week?
0: Yes, but he also retired after WWE released him. Um, yeah, this is a Terry Funk retirement, for sure. Or a Mick Foley retirement. Uh, I don't, I'm don't, i not believing it. He was the surprise entrant into the um, Casino Battle Royale at double or nothing for AEW the other week. Uh, I don't, I don't know, you know. Well, it's not a work, because what's to be gained from it? I have no idea. That's... Um, you know, hopefully his mates are checking in on him, but it's not the first time that he's thrown out of time. He's been doing some good things for New Japan Strong as well. Um, he obviously just doesn't love wrestling.
3: That's fine. He yeah, wants to try something yeah.
0: else. Yeah. Uh,
3: good luck to him. Well, he's a very good wrestler, Leo Rush.
0: Very good. Very good. People were excited when he debuted for AEW. So, yeah.
1: Uh, oh, well. Speaking of debuting on AEW, Andrade found himself there.
3: Yeah, we didn't get a huge reaction.
0: <laughs> it, it was such a letdown because Vicky Guerrero was screaming his name, and it was you couldn't understand what she was saying. And obviously, he's debuting for a new company, so he's not going to have music that everyone's going to know. Plus, he just walked out with no music, and it took a while for the crowd to react, and they didn't have a full crowd um, for Dynamite. It was a very lackluster debut, that's for sure. I uh, love they would.
3: Andrade. they had a mulligan
0: they'd take it again
3: i love andrade but i think i would have spent the extra money and had zelina i had um thea trinidad come out and introduce him rather than vicky um i think then there would have been a huge pop
0: oh of course there was a them as an act together i think that's best for both of them um and then you can bring in alice the black in a few months and.
3: Or Ooh. Tommy End in a few months, and then that that'd also becomes. Is great. Nikki
1: a bit of a screecher when she uh, yells out? Vicky? Vicky Guerrero?
3: Yeah. You don't
1: remember.
0: Excuse me. Excuse but very, me. But That's the one. Oh, okay. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's continually doing that. Um, Tony, Tony, did you call her Nikki? No.
3: I thought she said Nikki. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said
0: Nikki. That's fair enough.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> his injection.
0: One of SmackDown's greatest uh, managers of all time. Oh, and, G- and GMs. And GM, Nicky Guerrero. <laughs>
3: um, but like, at least it was a surprise. Like, um, Maybe that's a sign that um, AEW will be allowed to have surprises again. Yeah. Because, be um, nice. yeah. Although maybe this one should have been pre-announced and so then people would have been more excited. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, and it's not my job to know.
1: No, exactly. The IWGP He's heavyweight great. title finds itself around the waist of Shingo.
0: Yeah, he, uh, at Dominion, beat Okada for the belt in their third match. Um, yeah, really good match. You know, 30-something minutes. A Shingo-Takagi match, what you expect. And an Okada match, obviously, Will Ospreay had to... Um, Vacate the title for, you know, he's injured or going home or whatever that story he's is. He's injured. And I'm assuming that'll play out in due, due course. Uh, yeah.
3: Did was, you see Did you see Osprey's um, tweet to Shingo? No. No, I did not. I think it was along the lines of um, Google interim. That's what you uh-huh. are.
0: Very good. Very good. I like that. Uh, um, Yeah. Hopefully, Will gets rehabs well. They'll have great matches. Um, Yeah, good for Shingo. Been one of their best workers for the last 18 months. Just shame that Japan keeps going in and out of the uh, no crowd and the clap crowd, uh, the way they're handling COVID over there. So, yeah, and New Japan Creative hasn't been great for a while either.
1: The... Uh, NWA announce an all
0: women's pay per view. Yeah, they, they seem
3: to be investing in their um, women's division because they announced that they'd signed um, uh, Kylie Ray. Yeah. And now um, Mickey James has come on as a producer to, to sort of put this all women's pay per view show on. So I'm interested to see how many of the women that are free agents at the moment get snapped up by NWA because they don't have a big enough division to run a pay-per-view at the moment, so maybe they're going to lean into AW's division. Um, remains to be seen, but good to see another company investing in um, women's wrestling.
0: Yeah, and, and good for Mickey. She's going to produce the pay-per-view, so that's cool. Um, yeah.
3: Hopefully she <laughs> really able to wrestle on it.
0: Oh, you'd sh- assume so. Probably the biggest name they'd have. Who's that, Nikki? Um, yeah, Nikki. James. Oh, <laughs> I think you got him there, Tony. I think you got him there.
3: I was gonna <laughs> put. I was gonna put. Um, I was gonna put on the run sheet the total Ballas got cancelled because I know T- Lyle's was a big fan, but um, uh, when it was time to actually talk about Nikki, Lyle would have called her Vicky or um something else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, uh, Did that get cancelled or they just not renew their contracts?
3: I think it's been not, I, I think, think the show's the show has been anymore. not renewed, which is cancelled.
0: Yeah.
1: We've got a couple of events coming up around Australia. One of those is PWA Black Label this Sunday up there at the uh, Factory Theatre. Of course, we spoke to yes. uh, Sam Osmond about this too. Don't forget it is live on Fight TV if you can't get there.
0: Yeah.
3: Which we
1: really
3: be... I think it's oh, more than well. twenty five yeah. it's more than twenty-five Ks from my house, so um <laughs> tuning in <Yes>. on <laughs> Flight TV.
1: Unless you're a 44-year-old Victorian female who decides she wants to go to Calandra, Queensland, and you could probably just stop in on the way through.
3: Oh, I'm not across that story, Tony. Oh yeah, uh, lady that went up to Queensland did, positive. did just flick up on my phone. Um just then, but I haven't read the article. So it sounds, you gotta love it. Why is it everyone with COVID who's doing the wrong thing? Like, it's like
0: catching COVID makes you want to travel as far as possible. It's one of the side effects. That's yeah, a good well, point. Yeah. You get something, you want to share it with other people. Talk to me about Black <laughs> Label, boys. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward yeah.
3: to catching it
0: on Fight TV. be nice to. The yeah. main
3: event. The main event's going to be a classic, I think, with Jessica Troy versus Sam Osborne. Um, Sam was telling us how much he he re- loves watching and wrestling against Jess, and hopefully he doesn't lose his
0: arm. Yeah, yeah. Ricky South's got an open challenge for his title. You know, no, there's some really good matches on there. Is it Charlie Stevens versus Charlie Evans? Have I got that name right? I no, you I haven't. Have. I haven't got that name. Cherry Stevens. Cherry, Cherry. that's Cherry Stevens' Charlie Evans. I did a Tony. I'm stealing your gimmick there, Tony. I apologise for that.
3: Disgraceful.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We should also mention to you,
1: our friends over in Perth at EPW present Evolution live at Gate 1. That is also on Saturday. The PWA Black Label, is that on Sunday? Yes. Yeah, cool. Okay, so Saturday, EPW in Perth. Sunday. PWA it's a long weekend, away. Tony.
3: In Sydney, hey? It's a, it's a long weekend.
1: Oh, in Sydney, is it? Oh, it is here too, in Melbourne.
3: Yes. Yes. That's now, good. You, said that I, you said there were some more shows that I, I thought you were going to add it to the run sheet. You obviously didn't.
0: I did add it to the run sheet. I don't think Tony's looking at the wrong one. you got Friday Night Newey Pro uh, running at the Southern Cross Hall. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I haven't got
0: that. No, so you've opened up the wrong running sheet, and QWA up in Queensland are running Prelude in Townsville. So there's only a couple of shows, you know, and obviously none in Melbourne, Tony. No, hopefully
1: we'll uh, get to run some shows in the next three to four weeks. I would have thought, looking at the yeah. numbers that they're allowing at venues and and the like, might even be a little bit longer
3: and the like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Someone oh, should be that's... running backyard shows. Can have how many people you later have in your house now? None. None. Oh, okay. Well, probably not. <laughs> Outlaw Mud Show. That'd be nice. Uh, Otherwise, I was going to come and watch.
1: Otherwise, I was going to come and watch PD PWA on Fight TV at your place.
0: I uh, know. Yeah, I'm not allowed to have people at my house. Um,
1: no, but that's unrelated. what I'm saying. If if we were, I was going to come.
0: No, no. But I'm un- unrelated to the COVID. You're not allowed oh. to come to my house. Okay. So. Then I would have gone to Welsh's house.
3: I'm, I would have moved.
0: You have oh, again. I got no idea where you live. <laughs> <laughs> he would have moved to number three in this street, yes. Tony. We already know that where that one is. Yeah, we do know <laughs> where that place is. Don't forget your mask. Tony is
3: right, it with some random family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, while she's getting home. Like, we've told you, we don't know who else she is. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, that! How good is that? He's only been moved in a couple of days, He's, and their neighbors already being harassed by his loud uh, friends. <laughs> at least you were safe. Uh, you were COVID-safe, Tony, wearing your mask. At least I
1: was. Exactly. You know, I we're out of on. lockdown at the time. I had uh, a mask on that covered my whole face, not just. It Was a fiend mask. Though. It was a fiend mask, exactly.
0: Uh, like a serial killer. He wore it in my car in the front seat for thirty minutes while having a phone. Conversation with his son. What, were you, actually, horses- what were you actually thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking, what the hell is this guy doing? He just got in my car and gave me a lift, and then you typed in the wrong address into my sat nav.
3: Lyle, can you imagine being Tony's son?
0: I oh. will <laughs> tell you what, I wouldn't have been on the phone with him. <laughs> but he did just break his. He did just break his wrist. Yeah, so. correct. That's commitment, Tony. Your son that's... calls you to tell you he's broken his wrist, and you're like, "Yeah, no, worries, mate. I'm off to the wrestling."
3: That's <laughs> all. Your son's
0: at hospital. Yeah.
3: I tell you She's what, that's cutting. That's that's cutting sex life, you know.
0: <laughs> and enough of
1: that. Uh, tune in next week where we're joined by.
3: I'm not sure which one of them interviews do you want to go with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've got a couple in the can. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with the maniac.
3: Wayne Matai.
1: Wayne Matai.
3: Star of The Young Rock.
1: Yeah, plays Sergeant Slaughter in that and uh, has done other things as well. Looking forward to chatting to him next week. Guys, we will catch you next week as well. Bye. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you right here on the Turnbuckle again soon. Till then.